So here we go. Good morning. So today's daf is daf tzadiches, Amar Aleph, ninety-eight. Daf tzadiches. We're up to Amar Aleph. We're up to Sholach Le Rabba Berei Derava Le Rabbi Yosef. Okay, we're up to the words Sholach Le, which is right in the beginning, about uh, seven lines from the top of tzadiches Amar Aleph, and we're continuing on with Shilas concerning. A almana, a widow who's selling land because she wants to collect her ksuva or her parnasa. So Shalakle, Rabba braid the Rabba of Yosef, Rabba the son of Rabba sent the Shaila to Rabbi Yosef. If let's say a widow sells land from her husband's estate because she wants to collect her ksuba, but she does it Shalai Bebezdin. Does she need a shvua? Does she not need to take an oath? Does she not need to swear? Now the Shaila over here is about whether or not um, she perhaps um, didn't get enough money for the land. So let's say she has land, as we're going to see. She sells $100 worth of land, but she only charges $50 for it. That's not fair to the inheritors. So after she sells the land and takes money, can the inheritors make her take a shua, that, uh, an oath that it was sold at the proper value of the land? Or not, says the Gemara, a response. They asked this question to Rabbi and Rabbi says, "Why are you asking about whether or not she has to take a I, I, Let's back up a little bit. The shaila really should be Does it need to be announced? You know, like nowadays, you have a home goes into foreclosure, so it goes to an auction. People are able to put up for you know, so people have have a chance to, to give the bank the highest price. Says Rabbi Yisuf, "Why don't you ask me first before you want to know whether she's taken oath? Even prior to that." Should she have to uh, publicize and make an announcement that the land is for sale and therefore get the best price? Amalei says to him, no. I don't have a shayla about achraza, the Amr of Zera, Amr of Nachman. Because Rav Zera says in the name of Rav Nachman, Almana, Sheshamala Atzma, when you have an Almana who appraises the value of a land by herself, in other words, not in front of a Bezdin, Okay, means nothing happened at all. Now listen to this, listen to this story, listen to what happened. This woman evaluated the land and then bought it for herself. She basically took money out of one pocket and then transferred it to the land, to, to the uh, estate of her deceased husband. So now the inheritors will, will get it. So the same way somebody else could buy it, she wants to buy it. Says Gamar, I don't understand that, I don't understand that case. Hey, Chidami. What's that situation? If she first made an announcement that the land's for sale, uh, why hasn't she done anything? The same way somebody else could buy it, why can't she buy it? Why, why should she lose out? So the case must be, the reason why we say that it wasn't valid at all, it must be the announcement was never made. And you see that when she evaluates it for herself, nothing happened at all. But as far as somebody else, if she, let's say she were to go sell it to somebody else, whatever she did, she did, it's going to be a good sale. So what we see from here is that if you have a almana who's selling land, she does not need to publicize that the land is for sale. So the response to the basic is, no, I didn't want to ask a child about whether you need to make an announcement because I already know that she doesn't need to make an announcement. So what's strictly my shaila? My shayla here strictly is the one that we asked of, do you need to make a shrua or not? Says the Gemara, no. Really what happened was, there was a hachrazah. There was an announcement. She sold the land herself. The maisa, she, she made the announcement. Uda amri la. But we're still going to say to this woman, my sum lech. 
Who decided the value of the land? Who decided? Man. Who? Man somlich. Who? Who? Kihai. Is it like the following story? There was a fellow. He, he had uh, wood, which was deposited by Yisayman. Azal, and he went. He, he went and gave the value to, of the wood to, uh, at 400 zuz. Meaning, he gave it to their father. Their father died. Now, now it's in the estate, and he wants to demand it back. And he's saying, the amount of wood that I gave, the amount of money that they owe me in value is 400 zuz. So what happened? And then, the price of the wood went up. Come And it ended up being worth 600. He came in front of, of Rab Ami, because the... the um, the uh, Yisayman said to him, "It's only it's only four hundred. Um, um, also by the Who uh, who evaluated for you? You do not need to make an announcement. So our final answer, our original question, Lamaisa is answered over here. Okay, good chaza. All right, we're now up to the mission." About two thirds of the way down on Sadi Chesamaralif. Here we go. Almana Shahisak Suvasa Masayib. We're going to continue on this theme of getting fair market value for her sale, for, for, the, for the sale of the land. So you have an Almana who got married, we'll say, as a Basula, as a virgin, and therefore her Ksuba is Masayim. It's 200. Umachra, and she sells land, Shove Mana Bimasayim. Beauty. She got a phenomenal buyer. She sold land that in general would have costed a hundred, half of Raksuba. She happened to have punked. She's a good uh, sales lady. She got 200 out of a hundred, out of a, a, a hundred uh, uh, Zuz piece of land. So give her a real estate commission. Yeah. Or, okay, so what do we say? Do we say that it's paid off? Or does she say, hey, a hundred of it, you know, the land was only worth a hundred. I'm a good sales lady. It's that extra hundred is a stop, my commission. But that's not my Ksuba, right? I shove a Masayim B'mona. Or what happens is that she 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 undersold. Oh. She, she there was a land that was worth two hundred. She sold that, and she only charged the guy a hundred. Says the Mishnah Niskablok Suvasa. In either case, we consider it like she received her ksuba. So if she sells a hundred piece of land, a hundred zuz piece of land for two hundred zuz, okay, the estate got two hundred. It's not yours. It's the estate's because it was their land. They got the money. Your ksuba's paid off. You now have two hundred. Wait, wait, wait. We don't view it as a. The estate gets two hundred, and she gets paid her hundred. Oh, she has. And, and, and she oh, takes wait, it oh, as her ksuba. Oh, she's got two hundred. Yeah, she has two hundred. So she, oh. she'll just take it as her ksuba. Okay. And now, she and now, it. if she undersells, also we say you got your ksuba because you had a two hundred zuz piece of land. You only sold it for hundred. That's your own problem. You should have waited for a better buyer. So that, that's your fault. Either way, you accepted your ksuba. Now, what happens? Heisa ksuba mana. What happens if her ksuba? It's worth a hundred zuz, one mana. Umachra shove mana vidinar bimana. And this is what she does. Fascinating situation. She sells land worth, we'll call it a hundred and ten dollars for the hundred dollars that she's entitled to. So she's an almana. She's entitled to a hundred. And she sells land that's worth a hundred and ten for a hundred. Okay. What do we say? Machra bottle. The whole sale is valid. The Gemara is going to have to explain this. Is it a valid sale or not? It's not a valid sale. The whole sale becomes undone. Okay. Now, you know what? Let's, let's kick in now to explain before we even get to the Gemara. The Svara, the logic over here is 
that that since she how much money was she entitled to get for her ksuba? A hundred. She's selling land worth a hundred and ten. Is that hers? No, that extra ten is not yours. You can't sell somebody else's land. It belongs to the estate. Who are you? That's like me walking over to your house and selling your house. How is this different? Says the, the Mishnah. How is this different than the other cases? Good, good. So very good, very good. So the Gemara's you have to explain. The Mainaf Kamina. That's the Svara over here. Okay? That's a sensible Svara. The estate should sell it anyway and pay her an application. Right. Now, in the previous case, by the way, she sold a land worth 200, so she had access. She had a lien on that land. Yeah. Here, she doesn't have any access to that extra 10. Because you know at the time of sale, there's an extra 10 that's not yours. Right, right, right. Right? Beautiful. That's the Lumdus over here. Okay. So, Machrabatul, the sale is not going to be valid. A few here, Even if she says... Why should it be not valid? Give the extra money back. I sold 110. And I got 110. So I'll take 100 for my ksuba and I'll give the 10 back to the assignment. What's the problem? Still, it's not going to be good. But Shrin Gambil argues. Shrin Gambil says, Really, it's a valid sale. Unless there's enough left in the field for a sada. Uh, something only has the status of a field if it's Tisha Kavim, Uvagina to be called a garden, Bas Chatzikav, it has to be a half a kav and a Chlibi Rabbi Kiva, and the words Rabbi Kiva, base Raiva. It has to be a, a base Raiva over here. So the, the Svara over here, according to Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, is that um, if, let's say, the, the widow sold too much land, she sold too much land, and the Amount of land does not add up to a new name of a sada, a gina, so then it's going to be valid. The only time we're going to say it's not valid is when she sold a, a field with enough extra there that could be called another field. Then we can say to her, you sold something that's not yours. But if she's just charging, if she's just selling a little more of the same thing, you can't say you sold that which is not yours. That is Rav Gambil. Again, Rav Shimon Svar is that if she sells land worth 100 zuz and a little, the, the sale's going to be valid. She just has to return the money. If she sells land that's worth, uh, that, that's worth 100 zuz plus enough additional land to have a shame, to have a name of a field or a gina, so then we're going to say it's not going to be valid. It's no, longer, it's no longer valid over there. Okay. Beautiful. That is the second halach of the Mishnah. Third halach of the Mishnah. If the ksuba is 400 zuz, and she, she breaks it up piece by piece. She sells 100, 100, 100. The last one she says uh, sells a little more. So then she'll achra bottle. The last one's bottle. But the other ones are going to be valid. So she, she had a 400 zuz ksuba. Very chosh of a lady. 400 suva, and she sells land 100, land 100, land 100, and then 110. So only the last 110 is the one that's going to be bottle. Okay, here we go. Says the Gemara, why, why is it that when it comes to a 200 zuz field, that she sells for 100. We say it's going to be valid, and you collected your ksuba, you just hurt yourself. We say the same thing, when she sells a field that's worth 100, and now it goes up to 200. The same way we say, hey, you caused your own loss, Tamo, we should say to her, at ravacht, you gain. You gain, you're a good sales lady. 
Give her the extra money. Why is it considered like uh, like she collected her complete ksuba? Say that she hasn't collected it yet. Amar of Nachman, Amar of Baravua. Nachman says the name of Rabbi Baravua, top of Amar Beis, Kan Shana Rebbe. From here, Rebbe taught us, Hakol Lebal Hamois. Every time, and this is an important, this is an, um, an important uh, yesai, a foundational idea, which is that if, let's say, I work for you and I sell land that's yours, any windfall that comes in, any extra amount that comes in, is going to go to the owner. It's the employer, not the employee. Okay? And Lamaisa, whose land is she selling? The assignment. She's only the estate. It's not hers. So if there's an added, uh, if there happens to be some guy who desperately wants this specific piece of land that he's willing to pay double, that doesn't go to her. It goes to them. Kid Tanya. And there's actually a machlaikas tanoyim about how to handle a situation like this. If let's say, um, the, um, uh, somebody sends an employee, a shliach, to the marketplace to buy a um, hundred bushels of apples for a hundred dollars. And the seller gives him 101 bushels of apples for the hundred dollars. He gives him that apple, an extra bushel. Hakol shliach. Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. That's Rabbi Yehuda. It's a present. Yeah, or it's his gain. You sent me, you told me to buy a hundred for a hundred. That's it, a hundred one? So, ah, that's me. No, the guy likes me, likes my smile. Rabbi Yaisi says, no, Cholkin, Cholkin, you divide it. Okay, he says, you divide it. He says, Batanya, Rabbi Yaisi, Emir, Akol, Abalamais. But over here, Rabbi Yaisi says, and in our Mishnah, what do we say? The Yasaimim get it. It seems the owners only get it. And elsewhere, Rabbi Yaisi also says, Hakol Abalamais. So why over here is Rabbi Yaisi saying Cholkin when you're sending a buyer to the marketplace? But elsewhere, he says, Akol Abalamais. Amar Amar Bachama. Amar Bachama says, like Kasha, there's no question. Kan Bedavar Sheesh Le Kitzvah. Kan Bedavar Shein Le Kitzvah. Beautiful. When something has a set price to it, where we're going to say split it, that's where, uh, th- that's where we're going to say split it. When there's a set price, we're going to say split it. However, when there's no set price, everything goes to the owner, that's, uh, then we're going to say everything goes to the owner. Everything. Okay, yeah. He'll, uh, he'll agree with that. MMA Rabbi Yaisi is going to be the opinion in our Mishnah as well, that if she sells a land worth 100 and she's able to get the 200 zuz for it, it's all going to go to the assignment. It's not going, it, it, it doesn't go to her at all. Okay. Amar of Papa, Rav Papa says, Hilchasa, the halacha is, Dovar sheish like kitzvah. If let's say something has a set price, okay, a, a, a specific price on an item, Cholkin, Dovar she'in like kitzvah, something that does not have um, something that does not have a set price. He gets everything. Okay. Now, what's the svara behind Cholkin, by the way? Cholkin, really, usually we're going to do that when we have a suffix. Now, the suffix over here is that when it comes to mumness, when it comes to Hilkas mumness, so whenever you're, you're Mesupik, so we say Cholkin, you're going, to, you're going to divide it. Now, what's the suffix? The, when the seller. Oh, so the suffix is going to be dependent on when the seller gave the extra bushel. Yeah. Who did he want it? Who did he want to have it? Why did he give it? Did he give it because he's grateful for the sale? 
and therefore goes to the owner? Or is he giving it because he likes the agent, he likes the shliach, he wants it to be a returning customer. He knows there's other places in the marketplace. It's the shliach's decision where to make the purchase. He's trying to keep the shliach himself happy. And therefore, since, since the intention is, to, it's customer service. What if the customer service. The, what if the price of the thing went down? In other words, no, but we're not dealing with that. We're not dealing with price. We're talking about a windfall here. There's Rebach. Okay. There's Rebach. So you want to know when there's Rebach. And so Rebbe will say, if you're Masupic about what the giver had in, had in mind, you'll be chayla. If it's the Baal. You don't know. Beautiful. And the Allah is, when there's a set price, we, we uh, divide it. When there's not a set price, it's the owners. My Kamashlam was the Chiddush. She knew the Shanidon Shriyu. He's letting us know that the the psak that we came out with earlier of how to explain Rabbi Yaisi is Shinuyu is the proper answer. Okay. Nocha Shaila, another Shaila over here searching for information. Ibailu, they asked a new question searching for information. Omar Lehi, now this is, we're, we're now off of Ksuba. We're now dealing with Hilchas Mumnus, okay? Financial laws. Omar Lehi, somebody says to someone else, Zovin Li, Sell for me lichta. Sell for me my lichta. Okay. Rashi says it's a half of a measurement of a core. Okay. Sell for me my lichta. And he sold a complete core. So the owner tells him to sell $50 worth of land. And he sells $100 worth of land. All right. My, what's the halacha? Maisef al devaravu. Do we say that he's adding on to the words of the sender? Velichta miyakani. And the bottom line is the buyer should at least be able to keep half of it. Because that was the original instructions of the sender. Right? We want to know it's like this. Somebody tells an agent, sell an acre of land. The agent goes and sells two acres. You can't sell two acres. The, the, the owner never gave you that permission. So it's not valid. The question is, is the first acre valid? Because that was the instructions. So, and the bottom line is, half of it is purchased. Or the bottom line is, you transgressed my words. And the sale completely does not happen. Nothing happened. The whole, thing's go, the whole thing goes back. Fascinating, Shiloh. So here we go. Says the name of Ravina to come answer Toshma, come and listen. If a Balabayas says to his Shliach, you have a sender, he looks at an agent and he says, My dear Shliach, we're having guests. Please put some food into a pot for the guests. So you have a butler, whatever it is, a Shliach, please put some food, set up for the guests. And the shliach tells each guest that they could take more, they could take two. And they take three. Okay? Kulon malu. They were all over on Me'ilam. So listen to what happens. This is, this is mamish, mamish, mamish. In, yeah, Me'ilam. So, right, this doesn't make any sense. this very good. Baruch Hashem for. Baruch Hashem for Rashi and our other Rishayimus. Here's what happened. You have a guy who's trying to be nice to his guests. See, he says, um, do you mind? He says to Shliach, please give everybody a piece of meat. The Shliach transgresses and offers each of them two pieces of meat. The guests themselves decide to take three pieces of meat. After they take it, it turns out the original owner wasn't the owner. 
it was the Beis Hamikdashes all along. So they're all wrong. Yeah, Meredik, right? They're all wrong. Fine. So Lamai said that was the, that's the story, and they all ended up doing something wrong. So Kulam Malu, they're all over on Meila. They benefited from Hektish. This all makes sense if you say that the agent is Meisif al of the sender. I'll say Mishum Hachi because of this. Balabayis Moel. We're going to be. We're going to consider this that the Balabayis is the one who was over on Meilam. He's the one who was over on Meilam. El Iamrit Mavir al Devarov Havi. If you're going to say that he's Mavir al Devarov Balabayis Vaimol. So why did he do Meila? He didn't do anything. Nothing happened. But now we learned in the Mishnah, Hashliach also Shlichusai. If a Shliach completes his Shlichus, Balabayas Mal, the sender is the one who's over on Meila. Loya so Shlichusai. If he didn't do, if he if he uh, did not do his Shlichus to to the T, right? Cross his T's and dot his eyes. Shliach Mal. Then it's on the Shliach. So over here, did the Shliach? What did the sender tell him to do? One piece of meat. What did the Shliach do? Two pieces of meat. If you're going to tell me that he, that he didn't do his shlichus, then we'll say the shlichus is mal. But if you're going to tell me he did do his shlichus, so then he wasn't mal at all. It all falls back on the original guy. Says Gemara wrong. The case that we're dealing with over here is the Omar Lehu, the shliach told the, the guys eating, you could take one piece of meat because the balabayas said you could. The shik of achas midaiti, and the other uh, piece of meat you could take. That, that's my decision. and they took two extra pieces of meat. So since he he told them specifically that one is for the balabayas and two and and two's for the show, the second one's for me. So he did complete his shlichus because he told them they could take one piece of meat. I'll pay the balabayas. Since he did that, therefore he's mal on the second piece of meat, and you cannot. You cannot say that it stems back to the uh, to the original guy. Okay, here we go. Weiter, Toshma, come and listen. If let's say her ksuba is worth a hundred zuz, one mana, and she sells it for a mana and a dinar for a mana, machra bottle. The sale is going to be bottle. It's not going to be valid. Now, my lab, the zavin shav of a dinner, of a dinner. What's the case? Aren't we dealing with a, a woman who sells her field that's worth a hundred zuz and a dinner for a hundred zuz and a dinner? Now, we're understanding this case to be she sold it at fair market value. Umay b'mana. What does it mean? She sold it for a mana. Mana shela. She sold it for the purpose of the mana that she needs. She needs. She's a. She got married as a baula. And she needs it for the for her hundreds of umaya filu. And what does it mean? Even uh, what does it mean? Even afilu he imeres. Even if she's going to say achzires a dinner, that I will return the dinner the yarshim a dinner mikarkoi with a dinner's worth of land. So she sold the land. She wasn't allowed to, to sell that extra because she only was entitled to a hundred. She sold the extra. She's going to say, listen, the extra that I'm selling, I'll give it back. Not only in money, I'll give it back in real estate mamish to uh, in real estate mamish to the yarshim mikatani. And we learned Machrabatl. It still says Machrabatl. So I'm Ravuna, pray Rav Nassin. Ravuna says in the name of Rav Nassin, no, lie bid the We're dealing with actually where she charged too little for the field.
Okay, meaning if she sold the field at market value, it would have been a good sale. How uh, because because um, uh, a shliach who does more than what the mishaleach, what the sender instructed them to do, is just adding on. They're not doing anything. However, says the Gemara, I don't understand. Hub top of tomorrow's daf. But since at the end of the Mishnah we're dealing with Aizel means that it was cheaper She sold it for too little So she sold the field let's say, that was valued at 200 She sells it for 100 It must be the beginning It's talking about where the field was not down in value Because we learned at the end of the Mishnah The last case the Mishnah was Let's say her Ksuva was 400 It's very chosh of a lady yeah, She got double The usual is very common for um, a Kahenes as well to receive uh, 400 zuz. Machra lezeh b'mana, ulezeh b'mana, ulezeh yofe mana, v'dinar b'mana, she'achroin machra b'mana. And the last one sold for 110, that was the last problem. So we said, shal achroin machra b'mana, only the last one, the last sale is b'mana, v'shakula machra g'ayin, but the original sales are all okay. So what do you see from the Mishnah? If let's say you have a woman, who wants to collect the She sells her property. She doesn't charge enough. You see that it's not a valid sale. That's why the last sale of 110 for 100 is bottle. So it's, if you're going to tell me that, that this was the halacha originally, so we're just being redundant. To which the Gemara answers, last step for today, light. Reisha v'seifa b'da'izah. Both cases in our Mishnah, the Reisha and Seifa are dealing with a case where she did not charge enough. For the property, the seifa and the seifa hakamash milan. The chiddush over here is taima da'izel. The reason why we're going to say the last one is not valid. Da'izel. I'm sorry. In the original case where she charged too little, that's because bidiyasme is because she's not selling her property. She's selling somebody else's property. So you have no right to undercharge when you're selling somebody else's property. Avol bidida. But when she's selling her own property, which is the first three sales. Remember, she sold 100, 100, 100, and 110. Okay. So the first three sales, that was, a, that was something which she had full entitlement to. She had a lien on that land to collect her ksuba. The last one she had no lien on because she sold that extra bit. That wasn't yours to sell. But the first three sales, her ksuba was 400. Each one of those was 100. So up to 300 is zikha hers. So then, makhrokayim, in such a case... We'll say, uh, we'll say Machrokai. And that's the explanation of that. The Gemara is going to challenge this as well. We'll have a couple more steps to wrap up this Gemara. But um, we'll hold it here for today. Besham, tomorrow we will pick up with Dav Tzaditess. Have a wonderful, wonderful Mayr Chavr.